Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need. No matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project, we got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is tips for working from home. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to The Home Building Hero today. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you're listening. Please hit the subscribe button right now and you'll get notified every time we drop a new episode. Also share this podcast with your friends and family so we can continue to grow and provide great information for you guys. So with the coronavirus and the safe at home orders that we're seeing all throughout the country, many, many folks are forced to work from home and that creates unique challenges within the home itself because now we have to look at things a little differently, right? We have to try and maintain our productivity while working from home. We're fortunate in the home building business here that our business has been deemed essential. So we're still operating out of our office, but I know what a challenge it is to work from home. And I've got some tips here for you guys that you guys can put to use right away. Hopefully these will help some of you out so that you can continue to be productive and get your work done and keep your jobs and keep the economy pumping along. So the first thing, first tip from working from home is to stake out a proper spot to work from home. And this may sound trivial, but trying to work from home and being on your laptop in your family room with the distraction of the TV, maybe your kids at home, your pets, that can be very counterproductive. So you want to stake out a spot in your home that can be more of a quiet area, a place where you have decent internet access, of course, um, something that has some natural light into it, so at least maybe a window or something. Um, you certainly could work out of a basement room if there's no natural light, but uh, sometimes you feel like you're in a cave. That may not work for everyone. And you need to also have a place that has some storage space for office supplies. And of course, be able to fit some sort of you know, working surface in there for you as well. So you want to kind of locate a place where you can set up shop and do your business without being completely distracted or being a mess. Once you've got that, you've got to start. You've at least got a place. Preferably, this place should have a door or something that you can close it off just so that, you know, if you've got little ones or you've got pets and you've got a bunch of things laid out, you know, you don't want, you know, your kid coming in with a juice box and spilling <laughs> juice all over your paperwork or, you know, dog runs in, knocks everything over, that kind of thing. So find a place that you can kind of close off. That will make things a lot easier. That way you can kind of focus in on your work. Now, the next tip for working from home is to get some of your work done before the family distractions hit. So again, if you've got kids home from school, um, maybe a spouse, again, your animals, things like that, sometimes the best time to work is first thing in the morning. So get up early and start your day as early as possible. Get something big done right away. Get it off your plate. That way it's not hanging over your head all day. That way you're not getting distracted by, you know, you know I'm going to get up and throw a load of laundry in. Oh, I'm going to get some food cooked. Or you start getting naturally distracted maybe by your kids. Hey, I want something to eat. Can you change the channel? Can you help me with this? All of a sudden, those interruptions just keep hitting all day and you're not going to get anything major done. So get some of your main work done right away before family distractions. Or you may even have to 
you know, do this after kids go to bed, you know, at night too. Okay, you know what? They, they went to bed. I'm going to knock out this other project here. The next thing you need to do to have a good work from home environment is make sure that you have a functional desk and a functional chair. It sounds trivial, but again, if you're trying to do this stuff from a sofa, sometimes those casual environments turn into casual attitudes and casual behavior. So have a functional desk. You may have to buy one. It's probably worth the investment. If you're able to keep your job, if you're able to work from home, have a decent desk, have a good setup there, have a nice chair so that you can work from home productively and get what you need done. Especially if this is going to be for a couple weeks or a month and a half or longer, it's probably a worthwhile investment. The next tip that I would definitely advise for working from home is try to avoid social media and avoid the news during the day. Okay, Unless your job entails scouring the news, don't have it on. Don't have a TV on in the room that you're working in. And definitely don't be on social media all day. Don't be checking and watching everyone's home videos of their quarantine videos and things like that. Try not to do that. Try and only check that stuff maybe when you're having your lunch break or, you know, at the end of the day. The more that you check that, the more distractions you have. It's already distracting enough working from home. Working from home and scanning social media can be so counterproductive. So don't do that. The next tip that I would have for working from home is to try to keep a work routine as much as possible. And what I mean by that is, you know, I did mention, you know, starting earlier before kids get up and things like that. You know, remember, you won't have a commute anymore, so that saves you some time. But have a typical work routine. So what I mean by that is, you know, if you're up at a certain time on a work day, get up at that same time. Take a shower, get dressed like you're going to work. But instead of leaving your house to go to work, you go into your room and you start doing your work. You tend to fall into habits. And if, you, if you're a very productive person, especially in the morning, do your normal routine and then hop into work right away. It'll make a huge difference for you. You'll be a lot more productive and you'll feel like you at least got some things done before you know what hits the fan later in the day. So I definitely recommend to try and keep your work routine. And also what I mean by that is just because you're working from home doesn't mean you're working 20 hours a day either. So, you know, working off and on for 20 hours during the day or or working for, you know, four hour solid chunks, taking a break and another four hour solid chunks, that's a lot more productive than trying to do a little bit of work all throughout the day. You're just not going to get much done when you're you're in and out. It takes over 20 minutes sometimes for someone to refocus on a task when they've been interrupted or they've switched tasks. So don't be a task switcher. Get your work done and then move on to something else. Next tip for working from home is make sure you have a company or a person to assist you with tech issues because something is going to happen at some point. You're going to have a problem with your internet. You're going to be trying to set something up. You're going to be sending a file. Something's not going to work. You may not have the firewalls that you normally have and all those safety measures that you would have at work. You may not even have as good of internet at home as you do at work. So you have to plan for that and you have to be aware of that. And you may need someone to assist you through that process to make sure that you know, you're able to still stay productive. So you might have to hire a small uh, home tech company to uh, either uh, remotely log into your computer and fix issues for you and keep you productive. And you're going to find that to be a, a very worthwhile investment. 
And then the next tip that I would have for you is to make sure you're utilizing software and programs that are cloud-based. So, you know, hopefully you already have been doing that at your work and then when you go home, you can just log in. But there's tremendous amount of programs that can help you like Dropbox is fantastic, Google Drive, those are great file storage services. Um, for video conferencing, there's Adobe Connect, there's Zoom, there's Google Hangouts. There's just a ton of these programs that can help you stay productive. There's other programs like Slack that'll help you uh, manage your workflow or Rike. These are all great programs and this is a great time to utilize them. Make sure that you have your assets in them. Share them with your team members and you guys can be extremely productive from home by utilizing and leveraging all these great software solutions that are out there. So again, this is something that's feasible, it's doable, it takes a little bit of extra planning on your part, it takes a great space in your home, hopefully you have the room set up to do that. If not, I would get on that right away, get the space, that's the most important thing, carve that out and then go to town and work on yourself as well during these times. It's a fantastic time to do that. So I hope you enjoyed the tips for working from home on the Home Building Hero podcast. I want to thank you guys again so much for the great support of the program. Make sure you're subscribed and feel free to reach out to us. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me at homebuildinghero at yahoo.com, homebuildinghero at yahoo.com. If you have any questions or tips, would love to share those on a future podcast. And once again, I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Home Building Hero, and we'll talk to you very soon. Hello, and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home by providing you all the information that you need, no matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project. We got you covered here at The Home Building Hero. Today's topic is spring organizing tips. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and thank you guys so much for tuning in to The Home Building Hero today. If you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. And of course, please share with your friends and family so we can continue to grow the platform and provide you guys excellent information all pertaining to your home and the home building process. So spring is here and it's time to start getting organized. It's time to start cleaning up your home, do those spring cleaning projects. And especially now, a lot of people are stuck at home with the COVID-19 virus, so Many of you have much more time than you did in the past at home. Um, uh, obviously, my thoughts are out to anyone that's out there that is is not working because of this and, and uh, going through that. I'm sure that is not a fun thing to go through, and uh, I wish you guys all the best. Hopefully, you will land back on your feet quickly. Uh, but uh, with this time, it's a great opportunity to make it a productive time, a time to, to get things done that you've been putting off. So with that in mind, I've gathered some spring organizing tips for you guys for your home. So first thing you should do is get all your winter items and get them stored away. Sometimes those things tend to linger on. I know sometimes it's still a little cold out from here and there, but you certainly don't need the snow pants. You don't need the boots anymore. Um, you can start to put those things away. Even take things like your, your snow shovels. You don't really need those anymore. Get those, if they're, they're out in your garage, get those and put them off 
further in the back, store them, hang them up, whatever the case may be. Same with, with all your gloves. Get some containers, put them away. You aren't going to need them anymore. And uh, get that space cleared up because that stuff always tends to get in the way and, and be in the wrong place. And you really don't need it anymore. So get that out of the way. Get that out of your head. And, and then you can start to work on other organization uh, methods and areas within your home. All right. So the next tip that I have for spring organizing, besides getting rid of all your winter items, is to start with your kitchen. That's always one of the central points of your home. And start to go through that. And here's a couple things you can do. First and foremost, this is a good time to really just go and deep clean through your cupboards. I actually did this last weekend. I went through my pantry, which was just kind of a disaster, and literally pulled everything out. I went through anything that had really old expiration dates I threw out, and I actually labeled all my shelves, and I put everything away. All my canned goods are labeled. I've got fruits. I've got soups. I've got vegetables. Those are all labeled and stacked in a nice row. Um, we've got our crackers in one spot and so on and so forth. And it it's so much easier. Like you open the pantry, you can find everything and it, it's just awesome. So that's the first thing is to just pull pull things out and make sure they're organized properly. You know, you can use little baskets, um, sometimes dishes for smaller things to keep them combined together. Um, we have a lot of like mixes and things that um, we will use like in those little ba- or little bags and things like that, little packages. So get those all consolidated so that they're not just strewn all over the place. That's a really simple tip for you guys. But the next tip I have for you is to consider making what we call a morning cupboard. And a morning cupboard is basically something for when you get up right away, you have all your essentials for your morning in in one cupboard. So in the kitchen, for example, if you drink coffee, this would be cupboard where you you store your coffee, your coffee cups. Um, You'd have your coffee maker right underneath it. And then whatever you eat for breakfast, if you have your cereals or oatmeal or things like that, obviously you can't put fresh goods there like eggs or things, but anything, you know, that you would typically use for breakfast or maybe, um, maybe you um, put granola and stuff in, um, you can put that all in a cabinet. And have that all together. So you just go into one spot, grab everything. It's like a nice little workstation. It's more efficient. You're not walking all over the house. Um, some people too with mornings, you know, you're tired right away in the morning. You're not focused. So having everything in one spot is really convenient. And then you can also have in your bathrooms, you can do the same thing. You can also have, you know, a morning routine in an evening routine, whether it's a drawer or a cabinet, uh, because a lot of times, you, you know, those things are, are different. So especially maybe for the female audience out there, um, you know, you may have a different drawer for each one. You could have your morning drawer where you're kind of putting on all your makeup and things like that and getting your hair done. And then you could have a different drawer that, you know, as your, your makeup remover and your things like that, maybe creams that you put on before bedtime, all that kind of stuff. So it just makes things easier to organize. Hey, is this a morning thing or is this a evening thing? And it, it just helps you get organized instead of having everything kind of conglomerated into one drawer and, and you're digging for stuff all the time. Okay, the next area that you want to spring clean is your laundry room. Now, this is something that I have, and I absolutely love it. I actually have it in my bathroom, though, but this would be great in a laundry room. And it's a triple sorting 
laundry compartment. And so the way mine is set up is I have a base cabinet with a countertop above it. And there's three doors that tip out with baskets in it. And I sort my laundry, my dirty laundry, and I put it in there. So uh, my master bedroom is upstairs on my home. So I have to bring my laundry downstairs. However, it's really nice because when I bring it down, it's already pre-sorted. So I have one for darks, I have one for lights, and I have one for towels. And yep, we just, my wife and I just sort things in there and then grab a basket, take it downstairs, and we're good to go. But you could also put this in your laundry room. So you could just take your laundry, kind of pre-sort it. Then when you're ready to do the laundry, you just grab one of those baskets or out of the tip outs and throw it in the wash and away you go. Um, It not only just makes things easier because you've got a place to sort it, but you also have a place to store it if you're not quite ready to do it right away. Because let's be honest, it's not like you generate and have only towels or you only have darks, only have lights. Every day you're generating some of each. So keep it sorted until you have enough for a load pull it out and away you go. And then the other thing with your laundry room is is the same thing that I mentioned earlier. Kind of go through your cupboards. If there's something that you're not using anymore, think about throwing it out. Like if you have some sort of detergent, you hate the smell or there's some sort of cleaning solution and, you know, just don't use it as often, get rid of it. Um, if you're not, you don't think you're going to use it, it's just taking up space and it just is going to be a frustration every time you see that item. So just get it out of there. The other tip you have for laundry rooms is if you want a little bit fancier looking laundry room, I've seen a lot of people now buy fancier vases, decanters, things like that. Take your big plastic laundry detergent, uh, pour, whatever you want to call it, the, the plastic container that you buy your laundry detergent in. Pour it into one of these nice vases or decanters. Then if you have any left in the plastic container, you can store that in the cupboard and you just leave those out you know, on, on a shelf or something and then you just grab those and go. It's, it just looks nicer instead of seeing these multicolored, flashy plastic buckets laying around in your room. So another way to just make your laundry room look a little bit fancier. Next spring cleaning tip is your linen closets. And uh, I'll be honest, mine, mine are a mess. And uh, I've, I've got to take this advice. I've got to take my own advice here. But um, first thing with your linen closet is, again, try and pull things out and make sure that they're organized. And one of the first things you got to do is look at your bedding. And you should have two to max three sheet sets per bed. You always want to have at least a second one in case something happens, you need to wash it real quick or whatever. Um, you want to have a second one, perhaps even a third one, but um, in case one rips and you don't want to go to the store or whatever, but no more than that. If you've got five different sheet sets or six different sheet sets, you need to get rid of some of those because it's just going to take up an extraordinary amount of space and you don't need that. You may even need to put a little divider in your closet and you can do this very simply. You can just get um, a piece of wood or you can get a piece of plastic or something from the hardware store and, and, and just put a little vertical divider in between the shelves and that makes it a lot easier to organize. When you fold your items, you can fold them, put them into that space and it keeps everything from kind of falling over and coming in together and it, it makes a huge difference. So go through, thin out some of your sheets, um, get rid of some of your older pillows and things like that that are they're just getting bad um i know my my daughter's taken two of the old pillows from my bed and um, she has them in her room and it's like okay one of these days those are going away because we were throwing them out for a reason but 
Kids like pillows, I guess. But that will help you stay organized. The next area that you want to focus on, again, is your bathroom. And we kind of hit on this a little bit. You could have a morning drawer and an evening drawer. Uh, but the biggest thing here is that most bathrooms, especially drawers, cupboards, they get really cluttered. And they get cluttered for a reason. Because a lot of times we buy things that we think we want or we're going to use in their products. And sometimes we try them and we just don't like them. Maybe there's a hair gel you bought and you don't like it. If you're a guy, maybe it's a woman, you bought some sort of moisturizer and it smells bad or it just is greasy or whatever it is. And you keep it in that cupboard because you're like, I bought it. I don't want to waste it. And it sits there and it sits there and it sits there for months and years. It starts collecting dust. Either throw it away, just take the loss on it and move on, or give it to someone else who might find it useful. Of course, assuming it's still good and it's not, you know, went bad or something. But um, start to go through your drawer. And what I've been doing, and this has worked really good, is every day I kind of go through my bathroom drawer and I find one or two things that I'm like, am I really going to use that? No. And I throw it away. And uh, it sometimes it's easier than just going in and just making this huge garbage bag. It's like every day when I go in there, okay, what's one thing I don't really use anymore? And I pitch it. And uh, in a week or so, I'm going to go back through that drawer then and organize it. And it'll look really good. And it'll be really easy. So another tip for you to keep your bathroom looking good. Next thing, and this is always a irritation in homes, is, is paper, right? We accumulate a lot of paper. We get a lot of different things in the mail. You might get coupons. You get bills, you get different things like that. First and foremost, you should have a station for that, uh, maybe a place that you put your ingoing and outgoing mail, and then uh, maybe another little sorting tray or something. Um, a lot of you are obviously focusing on having home offices again, and uh, if you are, we do have a podcast about that that we've just uh, dropped recently, so you can check that out. But if you have a home office, make sure you have a sorting tray, then you can put your you know, to-be-paid bills, things like that, um, and keep it all sorted. But the next tip for spring cleaning is to get a little box and go through your entire home and pick up all the loose papers and put them in one pile. Now, this might sound daunting if you've got a lot of papers, if you've got magazines, things like that, but put them all in one pile. Then get a garbage bag and you sort. And you spend some time and you go through, okay? Anything that needs to be filed, you put in one pile. Obviously, anything that needs to be thrown out, you throw out. And if there's anything else, you got a miscellaneous pile, you put it there that maybe needs to be um, put somewhere else. Maybe it needs to be sent off, whatever it is. Um, maybe it needs to be stored somewhere else. And try and only have like two piles, maybe three at the most. And you just start sorting through. Do I really need this paper? Throw it out. If you don't, if you do need it, okay, let's put it in for filing or whatever the case may be. And you, you sort through those piles. You should be able to get that, those papers all the way down and you get them out throughout your house and within hopefully a short while, you've got that managed. Maybe any magazines. Am I really going to read this? Yes. Okay, maybe you put it on a bookshelf or something so you can grab it later. Uh, put it in a drawer. Um, the rest of them throw up. All right. And then for your garage, let's move outside for spring cleaning. Because spring cleaning is not just your home. It is outdoors and your garage as well. So for your garage... Look through your tools. If they're all sitting in a pile in a corner, get some hooks. Go to the hardware store. Go to a Home Depot, a Lowe's, and buy some garage hooks or buy 
a small garage hanging system and take a day and start to hang up all your tools up against a wall. It'll save you space because you can put them up high on the wall. That way you can still pull your car in the garage, pull your lawnmowers in, things like that. But you can put your tools up higher, hang them up on a wall. They're organized, they're easy to grab, and they're out of the way. Definitely something that you want to do during your spring cleaning, make things a lot more organized. Lastly, for outside for spring cleaning, now's a good time to walk around your, your yard. It should be getting a little nicer out. Go around your yard, pick up any branches that have fallen. Uh, sometimes I know in my yard I have pieces of garbage in my yard because the garbage man throws it in the truck, drives off really fast, and you get garbage that was buried in snow and you find it. And I, I unfortunately, I have trees all around my yard. So when garbage gets into my yard, it can't get out because the trees block it. So uh, sometimes I have to walk around my yard and pick up little plastic containers and, and garbage that didn't get uh, picked up properly and go around the yard and get rid of those things and get it thrown out. And uh, it makes a big difference. And especially picking up things around your yard, you're going to be starting to cut your grass and things soon. So go ahead and pick up those little branches. Um, if you've got time, go out there and rake. Uh, we had a lot of leaves last year that got snowed on top of because we had an early snow last year. Go ahead and get those leaves raked up, get your yard cleaned up so you are ready to go for spring and cutting your grass and all those wonderful things. So those are your spring organization tips. Hopefully you guys are well on your way. If not, hopefully get started, get your house cleaned up, get it ready to go. This is a perfect time to do things before uh, things open back up again. Get your house in order, get it back to the way you've always imagined it to be. And not only will you feel better about being in your home, uh, it'll be cleaner, it'll be easier and uh, more efficient for you. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of The Home Building Hero. If you guys would like to engage with us more, please feel free to visit our website at homebuildinghero.com. You can also reach us on Facebook and Instagram, facebook.com slash homebuildinghero. Instagram, just look us at homebuildinghero. And last but not least, Twitter is at building underscore hero. Lots of different ways for you guys to reach out. If you have a topic you would love to hear about, please drop me a line. I would be glad to answer any questions or feature one of your topics on the show. Once again, I'm David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes. Thank you for tuning in to the Home Building Hero, and we'll talk to you guys very soon.